on episode four of Act to Live, and we explore the human condition of judging ourselves and the language that we use during these internal dialogues, along with what these self-judgments might be setting us up for. So come on, and let's take a walk. So I think a great topic, and it's and it's something that I think everyone at some point might struggle with, um, is this idea of uh, uh, um, having um, um, judging thoughts, Jamie. Um, and I think you and I had talked about this. Um, just like us, you know, hashing out our own, like, um, challenges, you know, with either running or, you know, um, um, for me, um, how I talk and, um, and, um, stuttering and all that stuff and having these thoughts a about ourselves um, that are really us um, judging ourselves oh definitely I feel like I am the queen of judgment (laughs) the queen is here yes and and very rarely judgment of other people and most commonly I think judger of myself I feel like I often realize that I'm my own inner critic so it's like these thoughts or judgments that I have of myself I would never have of other people or these expectations even I have of myself I would probably never have of other people and yet they so freely (laughs) come up in my inner dialogue with myself and probably so um, easily too, you know? Oh, so easily. It's like, it's automatic for sure. It's automatic. So, uh, I was actually having these thoughts and, um, I wanted to, um, share these, um, share these thoughts um, with you and also our, um, our, um, our, um, um, our, um, listeners too, our, um, listeners about, you know, I, I was, um, thinking, um, all this past a week about how I was, I'm talking on our first three um, podcasts and whether or not, you know, like people would be turned off by my um, speaking and um, stuttering. And I, you know, having these uh, thoughts of, I, 
should be more um, fluent, um, you know, having some other uh, thoughts about, you know, I'm, I'm talking wrong. Um, and that then was leading into having this other thought of, you know, it's not fair or, or it's unfair that, <coughs> that at times I, um, um, a cough on air. Well, you know, <laughs> um, and that it's unfair that I talk um, this way, you know, and so having all these words like right and wrong and unfair, and I have to like talk a um a uh, uh, um certain way um or that i always um um not stutter or you know um i always say um now i say it often and is it accurate and i guess I was trying to hash out all of these ideas and thoughts, and as I'm um, doing this, I'm actually like feeling bad, and I'm wondering where the feeling itself is um, coming from. Have you ever had? like similar uh, thoughts about anything at all you know that is maybe um bothering you or 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 something that you are um struggling with oh definitely i mean i think when you mentioned the whole should and shouldn't i feel like a lot of times for me especially recently my internal dialogue seems to revolve around those two words. Um, you know, in the past couple of years with all the moving I've been doing and lots of transitions, I think, you know, I've been comparing myself to where I was when I was in a set job 40 hours a week. And, you know, now it's, you know, finding myself in different positions, which is really exciting, but it looks different than, you know, what my work life looked like before. And I think it's easy to get into, well, I should be working more or I should be busier or I shouldn't have some of this downtime. And, you know, when I get into that place, it's almost like I'm setting myself up for failure because no matter what I'm doing, it's not enough or it's not what I quote unquote should be doing. And, you know, the interesting thing is who's telling me what I should or shouldn't be doing, right? It's almost like these expectations that I have, and yet I don't really know where they came from. I don't know how to measure them. I don't know who's noticing. And so in a way, it's, you know, putting myself in this position where I can't really be successful regardless, because no matter what I do, I'm kind of failing. And so 
for me, I think I recognize how dangerous it can be when we use this type of language that really is super black and white. You know, I have two options. I either do it and I'm successful or I don't and I'm not successful. And so suddenly it's this black and white world where it becomes really difficult. And I think like you said, then you start to not feel so great. And the more shoulds and shouldn'ts I find myself thinking, the lower I feel like my self-esteem or sense of self-worth gets. And it's kind of a vicious cycle, actually. Yeah. And I guess that's it. You know, the words that I think um, both of us are um, using, you know, um, that like can't have to um, should shouldn't like fair or unfair or if it's a right or wrong or always a never um, is just like black and white type of the words and it feels like um, using those has no kind of middle um, ground or, you know, as if I can't move at all, mm-hmm. you know, I have to do the something. Um, if I don't do that thing, you know, like for me, if I'm thinking I have to be fluent, and then if I don't do it, I um, fail. And you just had said something like um, really interesting where you are setting up uh, yourself to um, fail. I'm like, wow, yes, mm-hmm. that is what's happening. Exactly. Definitely. And you know, it's interesting. And for our listeners, this is something you'll probably hear us talk a lot about. Um, But Kelly Wilson, who is one of the big people um, kind of involved in acceptance and commitment therapy, um, which really takes a person's values and helps them to kind of think more flexibly about their life in order to live kind of by their values. He talks about these words and actually calls them word prisons, really? which I think is super interesting because just as we were talking about using this type of language sort of puts us in this place where we're either successful or unsuccessful. And so it's kind of like this idea of a prison. And so, you know, if we think about it, if we hear someone else like using these words, like our friends, you know, I think we'd be like, hold on a second. Like you're not really giving yourself options. You're kind of setting yourself up for failure in a sense. And yet we tend to use this type of language ourselves so automatically. And I just think that's such an interesting idea is that it's almost automatic, these types of thoughts we have. And yet when other people use that language, we're able to recognize that we're not giving ourselves those options. Well, and I, I, I guess, and um, like, um, I'm thinking about these word 
um, prisons um, as um, Kelly Wilson has uh, said. And um, I think that kind of visual is just amazing, too, you know, that we are actually putting ourselves in this kind of um, box that really we can't uh, um, get out of, you know, and, mm-hmm. and it's kind of holding us there by the words and language that we uh, think and say. And that's huge, what you just said, that language that we're using. I think that is sort of that, like, kind of big point, right? Is the language that we're using, even if we're just thinking it or using it with ourselves, is actually impacting how we act and how we move forward. And I think it's easy to think about, talk about language that we use and think about how we're talking with other people, not so much how we're talking with ourselves, but really that language sometimes has the biggest impact, I think, on our ability to kind of move towards being that person that we want to be. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, and I, I, I guess one question uh, that I was just thinking about is I wonder how often we, we might use this, this type of, um, this type of um, language and these word um, prisons. Cause I, I mean, I, I know me personally, you know, I, I use them a lot and, and as I am, you know, either saying it verbally or just having a, a, a thought, you know, if I am um, running and, and if I have a thought, oh, I'm having a bad run and I'm running wrong, then I feel bad. And it's like, well, how often is the average person having these thoughts? And is that, is having these thoughts in using these words and, and this type of a language is that really helpful is is that really um is that really um workable right well and i think too you know in one of our last episodes we talked about observing this idea of observing ourselves and i think that's a bit different from what we're talking about right now you know the idea of observing is noticing you know when we're doing something or noticing what what we're thinking. What we're talking about right now is so much more judgment, right? We're maybe observing things about ourselves, but then we're assigning these judgments to that. And I think when we fuse to those judgments or we stick to those judgments, that's where 
sort of the feelings of, you know, feeling bad or being upset or feeling like we're not successful or we never do anything right. That's where all of that starts to come in. And I wonder, you know, what would happen in those moments where maybe we observe that we're judging, you know, instead of saying, oh, crap, I'm judging again, I'm awful, which then is just judging our judging, you know, if more of what we could do would be observing those moments, observing those judgments, and kind of almost thinking about giving ourselves options, you know? So when I'm sitting here saying, I should work 10 hours today, you know, and I'm judging my um, success for the day by whether I worked for 10 hours, you know, if I say I can work for 10 hours today, just by switching that word, putting that word can in there, now suddenly I'm giving myself options. So I can work four hours, I could work six hours, I could work 10 hours, and all of that would still be successful, right? Right, right. And, and I, you know, and, and even having that um, choice and, and, um, option of saying can or saying can't or have to or I, I I I could I am still making a um a um choice about however I think but it's kind of expanding all of my um options really mm-hmm. instead of just saying my only option for a thought is can't mm-hmm. and instead it's like well that's not true it's actually can so right i could think can't or can or like a maybe or mm-hmm. it's um possible or could, you know, in and and um, really start thinking about the words I say and the words I think, and and if those words help me move. Right. Well, and even thinking about you know your running example as a fellow runner. You know, if I'm sitting there saying that I'm having a bad run and I hate running and I never should run, I'm not a successful runner, you know, usually that puts me in a place of like not wanting to run again. Or, you know, when I go out for that next run, I'm already going into it with a negative mindset. But going into a run and saying, you know, I can have a run that feels good and, you know, I can have a run that doesn't feel so great and I can still be a runner I can still enjoy running you know regardless of whether my run was good or bad it's like giving yourself that space which then I don't know for me is going to make me want to run more you know giving myself slack a little bit some days you're going to feel good and you're going to run 10 miles some days you're going to feel awful and you might run too you still maybe. got out there and ran. <laughs> yeah, maybe too. Maybe. <laughs> maybe like 10 feet and then turning around and going home. Yeah. But knowing that that's that. not defining me, 
as a runner, we all have days where things go like we want them to. And we all have days where things just don't seem to go our way. And isn't that what life and being human is all about? Well, yeah. I, and it can be hard. I know it is for me at times to allow that kind of uh, um, that kind of, um, kind of, um, flexibility. And I, I like the term that you had used like space, you know, allowing ourselves in space to say, okay, you know, I, I, I may like want to, we'll say, um, a run five miles and you know I ran like two today and that's okay I can mm-hmm. have you know an off day and have it not kind of turn into this like rule you know where I start thinking about, you know, I have to run five, you know, or, or, you know, I have to talk a certain way, or I have, I have to be, you know, the best, um, best, um, um, teacher, or if 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 someone out there does uh, um sales, you know, I have to, I have to. Well, no, you know, you don't have to. You, you, you know, in everything that we do, and all of the actions that everyone. Um, chooses uh, uh, there are many different options and um, pathways it just you know it's it's figuring out what one fits us and is and um, what one allows us that space and that kind of um, flexibility to have an off day. Exactly. And, you know, you brought up that word options and, you know, that's something that is going to come up again and again, you know, as we move through this podcast is talking about how to create options for ourselves. But I was just thinking and almost wanted to bring our listeners back to something you had asked earlier And I think it'd be really fun for this to be our action question of the week. But you had brought up the idea of how often do we have these judgments? And I think it would be really interesting for us, you know, and for our listeners to maybe spend this week observing and kind of noticing when they are having thoughts that involve a lot of these word prisons. So when they might be judging themselves and just writing down, what are these 
judgments that you're thinking? What are these judgments that you're saying? And as you're writing them down, trying not to judge yourself anymore for having them, right? So, you know, the question, (laughs) it is tough for sure, but just having a notebook somewhere and just writing down some of those judgments that you find yourself thinking or even saying this week. And, you know, feel free to email some of them to us or post them on our Facebook and we can definitely talk more about these judgments. And maybe in future episodes, we'll talk about how do we take these judgments that we might be having and help ourselves to create more of those options. Sure. Sure. And 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 I, I think this first... A step of 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 just observing and and that's again going back to um, episode three of just simply observing these thoughts, um, these um, judging thoughts, just as an outside observer of mm-hmm. self. I think is a a, a great um, action event, really. Cool. I like it. Awesome. I like it. I like it. All right. Well, um, that is our uh, um, show. Um, and again as always um thank you all for spending um some some um time with us um either at home or in your um car or if 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 you are uh, um taking the dog for a um on the walk around the block we um appreciate you all and um 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 we will talk um with you next time thanks bye Welcome. We're the Act to Live podcast. I'm Jamie Machise, along with my friend and co-host, Scott Palasic. You can connect with us on acttolive.com and our Facebook page. You can also listen to us on Spotify, iTunes, and acttolive.com. Act to Live is a place where we observe everyday life, pose questions, and facilitate conversations together as we walk on this journey of life. We hope that by participating in this podcast and connecting with each other, that we can all become the best versions of ourselves. So come on, let's take a walk. My dear will grow.